Welcome to the Honorable Insurance Podcast. This is a podcast of the Toscano Agency, which, by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's front porch over 50 years ago. The front porch is a strange place to start a business. It's because his wife would not let him use the dining room. We're still family-owned, operated, and friendly here at the Toscano Agency. You can check out Bill Toscano's front porch at www.toscano.com. Make sure you take a look. We can write the hardest to place homes here at the Toscano Agency. We'd love to help you reach out to our personal lines team today. On today's episode, we are talking about how to place homes outside of the fair plan. Let's make sure we're as fair as we possibly can be. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Good morning, Dana. It's been a little bit. I know. Good morning, Nicole. Good to see you. Good to yes. be with everyone again. Happy February. I can't say that word. I, know. <laughs> I hate that. I hate the word. Every time we all have that word. My <laughs> voicemail, you know, we update it every day. And I'm like, oh no, it's February. <laughs> February. I don't know why. And I'm like, oh gosh, 28 days, not fully, but of this, and then I'll get past it. That's so funny. Uh So I do have to share like, yes, it is February. However, right now it is 53 degrees and sunny and it is 843 in the morning on February. Beautiful. We had, we had a record yesterday. We were over 70. Yeah. At one point, my husband's truck said 73. It was supposed to be like 60s and that's insane for February too. But uh, we walked out the gym last night it's still dark in no jacket i'm like this is weird this is so weird i mean i'll take it trust me i'll take yes. it just waiting for the bottom to fall out the blizzard <laughs> yeah. will come next week you know, I know. Silly. So it's gonna I know happen it's not over. we all live here <laughs> we know this is just the tease but i like yeah. this tease this is wonderful right so, hope you got to enjoy it a little bit yeah, um, I'm actually going for a run right after work. No ifs, ands, or buts about it because my hips do very well in the warmer above 50 weather. So I'm pretty happy to to get my run in versus yes. my speed walking and in insulated tights, which I've been doing in these <laughs> well, that, cold That's days. great too. Yeah. 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 Go after it, man. This week was great. I got to run outside every day. I didn't this morning because our winds were severe, like super, mm. super crazy because the cold front's coming back. But that was really howling, and I just didn't feel like fighting that this morning. So yeah, I don't blame anyway, you. Treadmill it was, but that's okay. I'll get back out there tomorrow. But it was yep. nice most days this week. In the winter, it's so much harder. So yeah. Well, today, I, and I've had a lot of questions about this, which is what's prompting the podcast discussion today. We're talking about the fair plan and what we do with homeowners policies that are super hard to place. Now, when this comes to independent agencies, obviously we have more choices, but I still think that there's the basic thought or just the misconception that, you know, if you've got a house that doesn't have updates or it's old or the protection class code is not desirable, it's a nine or a 10 or whatever it may be, we have to go to the fair plan. And I just kind of want to clear that up and have this conversation openly because there's a lot more options out there. The fair plan is there, you know, it's needed in very specific scenarios, but a lot of the times we could be a lot more fair than the fair plan. We can find something else, a different alternative. So Dana, share a little bit with me because you've worked for a captive agency. You worked as an an independent agency as well. Tell me a little bit about what you experienced with this in your time before you were an underwriter. Yeah. I mean, of course, when I was captive, if it didn't 
there was a, a small issue or two um, with a house that we couldn't insure it, honestly, our only option was the fair plan. And I, and, and to be honest, at that point, I was so early on in my career. I mean, I had no idea there was other options out there. I just, yeah. not, not, that, not that there weren't other companies. I just assumed the other companies had the same type of strict, not strict regulations, but standard regulations when it came to insuring homes. So the fair plan was the place to go. And you had to deal with the state and I remember we had old paper files to handle those. Yes. Honestly, this was this was what um, 15 years ago, something like that. And these files of paperwork and um and had them in the fair plan. But honestly, my my big eye-opening experience was when I came here. I started working in personal lines and seeing the types of homes that we were placing with carriers here. I was pleasantly surprised of of the options that they had. There are companies that standard and non-emitted companies that will take a look. If it's something minor, they might have to do some type of a small exclusion or they'll make a workaround that they'll still yeah. write the policy. And it was a great eye-opening thing. I'm like, oh, wow, this would have been a great option for my clients. You know, mm-hmm. I, we just dumped them right into the player, fair plan. So a lot of uh, very naive on my part, but that's all I knew, you know, when right. I started out. So I think it's wonderful the options that we have here. And I watched our underwriters and personal lines place a lot of homes, like you said, specific, you know, flat roofs or older homes, issues with whatever doesn't meet the the ideal, you know, primo markets out there. There's right. still other ones that are willing to take them on. And I, I actually I'm thinking that might've evolved over time too, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, when I first got into insurance, I worked for a father son operation in, this was the early two thousands. They had paper files as well when I got there. Um, but they were really good at acquiring books of business. Um, the gentleman who owned the agency, he was actually a marketing rep for Aetna for years and years and years and decided for his final years, he wanted to own and operate an independent agency. So that's what he did. Long story short, there were like 20 policies out of the thousands of policies that were with the fair plan. And, you know, I even remember the paper that it was on. It was like, right. It was like this weird, I don't want to be, it's not parchment. I don't know what you call it, but it was like this really thin, smooth, strange paper. Um, and mm-hmm. I was like, so why do we use the fair plan? I remember his response being, we don't want these crappy houses with <laughs> our good carriers. Cause it's going to mess up our loss ratio and our contingency check. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and I mean, I understand that too. We have to protect the carriers we work with. We have to protect our book of business. We have to make sure that we're, you know, making, making, checking off all those boxes and getting the right type of home in the right program. I understand that. Um, but I just, I think back to some of the practices there and what they did. And honestly, I think they just didn't know what they had access to. It's a shame to have some of these homes in the fair plan when these people could have much better coverage and, you know, be able to, to get those perks and be a bit more protected with a different carrier. And still this a decent price. I mean, the yeah. fair plan wasn't cheap either. No, by the way, it wasn't I mean, very they, fair. no, that was so <laughs> limited and and yeah. coverage, but it wasn't cheap. I mean, they got some basic probably name peril type of 
coverage, you know what I mean? But it was still wasn't the cheapest thing. I remember looking at premiums going, oh man, <laughs> you right. know, I can't believe this is this much money and they don't have nearly the coverage that they really need. You know, I get it. I get it on both ends, but right. You know. Yeah. I understand it too, but you know, I, we see all sorts of things come through here. We can help with, you know, houses that don't have their roof updated. There's roof exclusions that are available for these folks. And it's not that expensive. Like people are going to think, oh yeah, you're going to be a a roof exclusion on my policy. It's going to cost me $500 in addition to the regular premium. It's not that crazy. It's really not. So I love that so many carriers have taken the time to really get creative and still being able to provide protection and coverage for the insured and protect themselves. So, okay, you haven't updated your roof if something happens with your roof, we're not going to pay the claim now, but we can help with everything else for the policy. So, you know, we see roof exclusions, um, other structures. So if you have a shed in the backyard, your garden shed that doesn't look so pretty, you got peeling paint or, you know, the tile or the uh, shingles on the roof aren't in the greatest shape, whatever it is, we'll exclude it. Like that's totally fine. You know, Um, the other thing that I know a lot of standard carriers will kick out is if people have had too many claims or they have a bad insurance score or specific types of dog breeds um, or bite history, you know, all of those things. So I just, I don't know what really goes into the fair plan anymore, Dana. Honestly, really. Yeah. Because I remember there was water damage type of limits too. Like if you had a lot of water claims, they might just work with you on that for a while until that gets clean. You know what I mean? Things like that. I was really, really pleasantly surprised with the options they had. Now I, I get it. This could be still hard for insurers to hear, but at least they're still getting way more coverages than they will in the fair plan. You know, if they have these certain types of exclusions or limitations, they still get way more other coverages in addition than if they were put in the fair plan. I promise it's, it's a great, great alternative for these insureds. Yeah, it is. So I, I think the message here is pretty clear. Now I know you know, as independent agents, it's a lot easier. If there's more options, you know, you're not stuck with these very limited um, programs. So I think that the independent agent base really gets this and they know that those solutions are out there with other carriers. And it doesn't have to necessarily be non-admitted and have excess or plus lines, taxes, and fees either. There's there's alternatives. The great thing about us here at Toscano is we've got lots of options pretty much no matter what's going on with the property. We have the ability to help somehow. Um, but I think it really comes down to captive agencies. And I'm not dissing captive agencies at all. You're just very limited as to what you can do. Your hands are tied. Like, it's hard. Yeah, how, how did you do that, Dana? Did you actually write in the fair plan or were there existing policies at the agency? Oh, no, we we did. I think when I was there, we it wasn't as often. You know, that agent was getting a little older. So they were kind of just it already in there. And I mm. guess these houses just, they stayed that way. They didn't improve them or anything like that. And that's fine too, if that's what they want to stay there. Right. But um, we didn't very, I think maybe just a couple, to be honest. And then the next agent I went to the same, same company, he was, he, he didn't even want to deal with it, to be honest. So I, that he just said, if it doesn't fit our company, I'm not going to go crazy to get in the fair. Cause I think he even knew at that point, there were so many other options that, you know, I think the fair plan was not phasing out, but it was a last last dish effort for the work that goes into it. You know what I mean? Right. 
Yeah. I remember no. the photos and, and the falls and, and the payments and handling all that. I mean, it was, it wasn't hard, but it was extra work because it wasn't within your company. So there's right. the process of doing everything was, was completely um, separate from how you ran your other companies. So, yeah. And at my agency, I had, um, I networked regularly with other agency owners, um, especially captive agencies, and we passed business back and forth. So instead of going to the fair plan, I had a lot of captive agencies that I worked with that sent me homeowners policies they couldn't place. And then I came to the carriers that I had and was able to exclude certain things, or, you know, it was easier to get into those programs than those standard carriers. But um, sometimes it's better to pass it to a friend, phone a friend. Instead right. of sending it into their plan, like if you're truly trying to do what's best for the customer, I understand we are all trained to try to control all lines of business for our clients. So we don't have that competitor swooping in and trying to get those other pieces. But sometimes if you communicate it best with your insured, what it is you're doing and why you're passing their home to another agency to help and you explain that and communicate that. I think people really find value and would appreciate that. What do you think, Dana? Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, they lean on you for guidance and to get them the best protection. And trust me, they would love for you to say, Hey, I really wish I could help you. The, my only other option is the fair plan, but I know there's other companies out there that can give you more, you know, coverage. Let me refer you to Nicole. She'll be happy to help get you more coverage that you need instead of going straight to the fair plan. It's it's a very nice gesture. Wouldn't wouldn't you like it as a consumer to hear that? Right. Like, of course, of course. Yes. Wow. Thank you so much. And you know what, Nicole, though? If you did that to me, I still want to give you some piece of business. I'd still right. say, wow, wow, that was so nice of her. I can't believe she did that. At least can you get my auto? Can you write something else for me? Um, but I'll take my home over here because obviously you can't help me place that. And, I wouldn't be upset about it. You're saying you have an option. It's just, you know, there's a better one out there, you know? Right. Yeah. And that just really sets you apart from competitors as well. We all know the insurance, (laughs) the insurance industry is extremely competitive. I know we're going to watch the Super Bowl this weekend. I can guarantee we're going to see at least four insurance commercials. And folks, if your insurance carrier is doing a Super Bowl commercial, you are paying too much for your insurance. Just an FYI. (laughs) My mortgage guy says that all the time too. If you see your mortgage being a mortgage commercial at the Super Bowl, you are too much. Yeah, (laughs) I know. That's right. We get to see the Super Bowl this weekend. Oh my gosh. I bleed green. I I I have always bled green. I am so excited. Like, cannot wait. Cannot wait. It's going to be great. Like, yeah, it it should be a good game. I mean, you guys got a, a solid team and you know me, Pittsburgh and the other side of the state. I get uh, it. I get it. But I if give you Steelers props, you got a great. I would be rooting for the Steelers. Okay. It's still Pennsylvania team. Still Pennsylvania team. You, you know, totally. No, I mean it's still hard to get there. It's impressive. It's an awesome thing, and I, you know, I just want it to be a good game. That's all I ever oh, yeah. ask. Like I just yes. want it to be a good game. It should be. It really, I think really so. should be. They are well um, matched. Like well paired for this. Yeah. Like I think that I, what I'm excited for you, Nicole, is the emotion and things because you know we've been privileged. We've been there numerous times. We won them and lost them. Won a lot of them, most of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, wow, the emotion going crazy, like insanity. Oh screaming so, like no I'm gonna I'm gonna totally like share my problem so 
I am so excited for this game. I already, I love to cook. So I already have all of my food figured out for the game. I got crock pot stuff going on between dips and sandwiches. Cause I don't want to be like cooking during the game. Like everyone needs to be right. able to go get their own thing. So my husband says to me, God love him. Do you want to have a Super Bowl party? Like, this is going to be great. We should have some people over like, and do this. And I'm like, okay, here's the thing. I don't want anyone to bother me during the game. <laughs> Very good that day I'm like I don't know because I really want to watch the game so I'd love to have some you know friends over and some family members over but not everybody in my circle likes football so then I'm gonna feel like I need to like make sure they're enjoying themselves but I want to sit and watch the Listen, game so, I'm gonna give you some friendly advice if you want please. to take it if you are a true fan you want to watch it if you want to have a Super Bowl party you need like others with you others that need to see it so I hate Correct. to tell you, we love our friends and family, but if you have other distractions that are going to pull you away from that game, this doesn't come around that often, my friend. <laughs> I mean, they better not be offended because I'm giving you this advice. You please just respect, like you don't care for it. That's okay. Then you go to another party with other people that don't care for it. <laughs> right. To, if you care for it, come to my party. Cause we're all going to be watching. And if you need food, you got to go get it out of the crock pot. Here's <laughs> your red solo cup and go get your drink when you need it. Right. You know, like serve yourself. I'm going to bring the food. I'm going to have it here. And your hosting duties are not typical for what I know how you are. Yeah. It'll be okay. You just got to let it ride. You got the crock pot going. This is, mm-hmm. this is like a tailgate. Literally. It's a tailgate. It is. Like I'm going to have green makeup there, on my face. Like seriously. The game. You are there for the game. Yes. yes. So, so that's my advice. If you're going to do it and invite the wisely invite the right people <laughs> horrible this is so horrible yeah and like i have a potty mouth during the game i are it's so yep. yeah and i it my child will be there but you know yep it's just it's all good she's just as excited like this is a big thing for my household so um yeah she'll remember it she'll remember she will. it Mm-hmm. She will. And I promised her, I said, honey, I, this is at the beginning of the season. Cause I, I knew the Eagles are going to do well, blah, blah, blah. I said, mm-hmm. if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, I will buy you a Hertz Jersey. This Aww. just may cost me several hundred dollars at this point in time, but <laughs> I, promised now. I, yeah, <laughs> I promised her a Hertz Jersey. So yeah. And the, anyway, and you could possibly go to the parade. I mean, you know, there's all, kinds oh my gosh. Of stuff. Well, it gets pretty I don't think I'd That's take her. That's true. Philadelphia That's true. Fans are a little nuts. Yes. Everyone knows about Philadelphia yes. fans. You guys are crazy. I, mean, I know I a little bit. Play. I know. You're crazy. <laughs> In a good way. Crazy. And my dilemma is whether that I have a Super Bowl party because I'm going to be so glued to the TV. I know this sounds horrible, but this, this you're is not alone. Thing. I promise you're not alone. You're I knew you'd alone. understand, Dana. <laughs> well, have fun. Good, good yes. luck. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. But this is a great discussion, guys. We'd love to hear from you. Podcast at Tiziana.com. Let us know what you're thinking. And if you need help with any homeowner's policies that you're going to the fair plan with, please call me first. We can definitely help you out. Yes, please. <laughs> great seeing you. Have a good one, everyone. Thanks. And I'm